This episode is brought to you by the Roster Up Media Network, home to tangible insights for the NFL and fantasy sports. Check us out at rosterupmedia.com. Hello, everybody. This is exciting. We got Giant Up Episode 2. I'm your host, Joe Cardulia. You can find me on my socials. Uh, we have our Instagram, at Giant Up Pod. We have our Twitter, at Giant Up Pod, where I'm always firing out some cool stuff about the Giants, talking shop with other Giants fans. You know the deal. You know how we get down over there at Giant Up. And if you didn't check out last week's episode, you should. I had a great conversation with our fearless leader here at Roster Up, Cody Engel. Check out his podcast about daily fantasy sports. I mean, the guy's an absolute wizard. He's an analytics wizard. So, I mean, make sure you check him out there. He's got some great information going on. So, I think without further ado, we should get into this. We got training camp coming up soon. We got the season coming up. I mean, there's just so much exciting stuff going on right now for Giants fans all around. I think this is the most buzz we've had going into a season, maybe in like five years, maybe since our last playoff run when we lost in the first round of Green Bay. I'm thinking that this training camp is going to be very interesting. I'm excited for it, but it's going to be interesting. I want to start off with a little segment that I made up, and it's called Fresh Start. Fresh Start. Now, I think there are some people going into this year that we're going to have to give what I like to call a fresh start. And I'm not including rookies in this because rookies, they're young. We'll give rookies a break. There won't be any rookies in the fresh start. Every rookie gets a fresh start this year. Year two, you got to have that fair shot to get more comfortable with the NFL. So we're excluding rookies. Now, here's the first person I'm ready to give my fresh start to. Evan Ingram. He's a guy I think all of us Giants fans were extremely frustrated with last year. There was a lot of drops and a lot of, I can't put my finger on it. There was just a lot of lackadaisical football going on with Evan Ingram last year. He, oh, I felt like he lost us some games. I mean, I could be exaggerating here, but that was at the point where I really felt like that. And there's just so much hype going in with him every year because he is crazy talented. Um, and I think still has the potential to be a top tight end in the league, like top eight. I could see him being a top eight guy. Um, and last year was a down year. It was a weird year. It was a bad year. And I think going into this year, I'm ready and willing to give him a fresh start. I'm excited for him. I thought maybe we were going to trade him. We didn't. We still could. So, but who knows? I really don't think we are. And he deserves our first fresh start award. I think going into this year, maybe he gets more comfortable. He settles down a little bit. There's a lot of other weapons now. There's not so much pressure on him. So I'm very excited to see what he could do here. Uh I'm happy he's still a giant. We got Kyle Rudolph behind him, a veteran, a guy who knows how to catch catch the football. So congratulations, Evan Ingram. You're our first recipient in the history of the Giant Up podcast 
to receive the Fresh Start Award. Now let's move on to our next man. And he's not a player. He is a coach. His name is Jason Garrett. Now, I've watched that Cowboys offense go for a long time with him. And I was excited by the hire last year because I felt like with Joe Judge, he was a special teams coordinator and wide receivers coach with the Patriots and being propelled to a head coaching spot was a lot of pressure. So I felt like Jason Garrett, a veteran head coach in the NFL, was such a great hire. Joe Judge could pick his brain um, and he'd have his back. So I liked the hire. But man, oh man, was that giant offense brutal last year. I mean, tough to watch. It was really difficult to see the defense playing their absolute hearts out and then the offense come out there and just limp around. I mean, they averaged 17 and a half points last year. I mean, just so, so sad in this NFL. But listen, we had Saquon injured. We got a new head coach. We got a young quarterback. A lot was against him here. And I do believe he brought the best out of Wayne Gallman that we've ever seen. So I will give him that. And that's about all I can give him. But I think this year we got a lot more weapons to work with. And I really would be frustrated if he's not ready to utilize him. Guys like Kadarius Tony, I want to see him flying around the field. You know, uh, Evan Ingram, a guy we just talked about, our prior recipient to the award. I want to see him flying around the field. Saquon, Kenny Galladay, you know the guys that are here. You know them. You know their names. I want them flying around. I want them moving. I don't want that plain, bland offense that Jason Garrett was running last year. So, I mean, maybe I'd be crazy to think anything's going to be different with him this year, but I will, for now, offer Jason Garrett our second recipient of the Fresh Start Award. So, we're ready to give him the clean slate for this year. A lot more weapons, a lot more exciting offensive players, so you get your fresh start. Now, the final recipient of this year's Fresh Start Award is a man I like to call Daniel Jones. Now, he's a guy I wasn't sure I wanted to throw in here. I said I wasn't going to throw in rookies. He's a year three guy now. He was a year two guy last year. He's still extremely young, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, had to learn the playbook through Zoom. I mean, there was a lot of things against him in his development, but he did take a step down last year. We can admit that as Giants fans. He took a step down in a lot of places. Um, one thing that got a little better, the turnovers got a little bit down which we love. Um, but I got to be honest, there was a lot of times I was frustrated with him as well last year. Um, there's a big point that I have about him that is a guy that fast and that big and strong. He seems like a strong, he's a big guy, especially just with his speed. He should be a guy that's, in my head, extremely hard to sack like some of these other guys. Um, I mean, he had a faster 
rush than Lamar Jackson. I mean, the dude has wheels. I mean, wouldn't a guy like that be harder to sack? I mean, am I going crazy here? Am I losing my mind? I don't think I am. And he gets sacked a lot. And obviously a lot of that's on the offensive line, but we need that pocket awareness to get a little bit higher. We need the turnovers to go down. And they did last year, but there was still a lot. We need that to keep going down. And we need to ramp up that aggressiveness on offense. I want to see him launching some touchdowns, using his legs. This, I think, obviously, everyone knows this is his biggest year. So I was frustrated with him a lot last year. I was extremely critical of him. But Daniel Jones, you will be our third and final recipient of the Fresh Start Award. And we're excited to kick off this training camp, people. I mean, how pumped are we? I mean, let's get into some of this. Let's start with the offense here. We're going to go position by position here because we got training camp coming up fast. All right? So let's start with the quarterbacks. We just talked about DJ. We know what we love with him. We know what we got to see from him. We got Mike Glennon behind him, which obviously is as, as backup quarterbacks go. I don't hate that. I think he's a better than Colt McCoy. I know he won that heroic game for us against the Seahawks, even though a lot of that had to do with the defense. I think Glennon is a, a bit of a step up from Colt McCoy, a solid backup. We're hoping that DJ can play all 17 games this year, but he's had some injuries bother him a little bit this last two years. Um, so, you know, we'll see. But we hope that Daniel Jones can stay healthy. But if not, Mike Glennon's not the worst backup quarterback. So, and that's all we'll say there. Now let's move on to the running backs. We all know who we're excited to get back. And that's a man named Saquon Barkley. Now, it's been scary these last two years because his rookie year was unreal. And now these last two years, these injuries have been banging him up pretty hard. And we're not sure if he'll be able to stay healthy this year. Now it's it's something that's definitely scary. I mean, you won't find a bigger Saquon Barkley fan than me. I love him. He is just the best guy. He is a leader. He loves football. And just like... He's watching his highlights. Uh, it's like it's like nothing I've ever seen. I think he's one of the most talented running backs in the NFL. Obviously, I'm a Giants fan. I'm biased. But when he's healthy, I think he's one of the best running backs in the NFL. So we are amped. We hope he can be back by week one. We hope, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate if they didn't rush him back. I think they're being extremely cautious with him, and I love that. So we're so excited about Saquon. Now we got another new backup running back. Devontae Booker, a guy who can catch some passes. He's a solid third down running back kind of guy. I really like him as the backup running back. I, I like that. We lost Wayne Gallman. He went to the 49ers. But Devontae Booker is a guy who I can buy into at the backup running back position. I think he's really solid. Um, and he's a good pass catcher, and I really like that. And if Saquon has to miss a game here, I mean, it'd be tough. Uh, we got a lot of other weapons. We got a lot of other things we can do, but I really like Devontae Booker as a backup running back. I think that was a really solid grab. And then behind that, we got guys like Corey Clement, who was the on the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he's solid. I really like that, just a depth guy. And we got another guy that we we drafted from Arizona, Gary Brightwell, in the sixth round. So, I mean, it's a, it's a fun running back group. 
Um, obviously, with Saquon leading the way, if he's healthy, then everything will be fine. But I mean, you got solid guys behind him. I, I like the group that we have behind him. Um, so the running backs, we all know what we want. Bottom line, we want Saquon. Now let's move on to the offensive line. Now, this would probably be the one thing that we didn't really address. And it was something that we could have addressed. We addressed a lot of other things. I am not mad at all about the Giants offseason and draft. Let me be honest with you, not mad at all. But if there was one thing that we could critique them on, we definitely say it's the offensive line. Would have liked to bring some more guys into the fold, but hey, this is the guys we got. This is what we're working with. At the tackles, we got Andrew Thomas. He's a guy that I left off my fresh start list because he's a young man and he showed flashes. And I have faith in Andrew Thomas and his work ethic to get better and to grind. He didn't have an all, he didn't have a preseason. I mean, it's just hard, a training camp, especially with offensive linemen. Uh, it was just it was frustrating to see the other rookie offensive linemen outperform him last year. Um, but I got faith that he's going to be a really solid tackle for years to come. And if I'm wrong about that, we'll see. But I got faith in Andrew Thomas. Now, the other two tackles that are most important and most on our mind right now are definitely Matt Pert and Nate Solder. We're bringing Nate Solder back into the fold. He didn't play last year. Um, and here's the thing about Nate Solder. Obviously, he's not performed up to his contract. He's got a huge contract and hasn't not lived up to it. But weirdly, like I know Nate Solder hasn't played in a year, so I don't know how he's going to be. But I don't know. Maybe the year off could, if we're looking at things optimistically, maybe that year off could have been good for him. He's coming back into a, a more Patriot system. Joe Judge always preaches playing to the strengths of every player. And I, I think that Nate Solder can have a solid year if he ends up getting that other starting job. I think he'll be more comfortable, um, you know, with guys like Joe Judge. And I think Jason Garrett is good with an offensive line. I think he's solid with an offensive line, Jason Garrett. Um, but I weirdly think that Nate Solder can have a solid year. And also we got Matt Pert, who's also going into year two. So he's young. He showed some flashes of being a solid tackle. So I think, although we didn't make any big splashes, um, I think our tackles are 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 okay. I think they're looking okay. Obviously, we need to see improvement from people, um, but I think they're okay. Now let's get into the interior. Let's get into my favorite offensive line on the Giants right now. This might be a guy... This might be, you know, this might be a hot take, but he is my favorite, and I'm excited to see this year. I think he's going to be better. It's Nick Gates at center. I mean, he is nasty. I mean, he's talking smack out there on the field. Like, he is just a, he's a guy in my mind that I'd imagine would just, you, you would love to have on your side, and you'd hate to be against him. Now, I'd like to see him improve a little bit beyond those things, but Nick Gates is just a gritty guy, and I love him at center. And uh, I really do love him. I, I, I really hope he improves because he's just a guy you want on your team. Now, the guard spots are very interesting. We got the big, maybe, mm, yeah, I think the biggest 
hit. It's either Dalvin Tomlinson or Kevin Zeitler that we had to that we had to let loose this year. Uh, we had to cut Kevin Zeitler. It just made too much sense with the cap. But he was our best offensive lineman last year. I mean, he's a really good offensive guard. So losing him is going to be tough. But we got guys like Shane Lemieux, another second-year guy. They got three second-year guys on that offensive line, young guys who can all improve. They all showed flashes. Shane Lemieux is a guy I can I can get a little bit excited about too. Like I can buy into Shane Lemieux. I think he's got potential to be a solid starting guard. So obviously a lot of things have to go right with the Giants offensive line this year. There needs to be improvement on a lot of fronts. There's not a lot of stability. There's not a lot of guarantees, but I'm confident in the improvement. I'm confident in the work. The magic's in the work. So we got Will Hernandez as well who is a guy who sort of ended up to be more rotational last year, um, but still is a solid guy. Um, I really think that, to be honest, I don't know. Will Hernandez doesn't excite me too much. He's okay, but I would really look for Zach Fulton here, I think. He was a guy we picked up. Um He's the guy who I think is going to be starting at guard for us. I think it's going to be Shane Lemieux and Zach Fulton. Um, he's been a solid, he's been a solid guard, you know. Uh, he's 6'5, 321, big guy. Um, he's a little older of a guy, too. He's 29 years old. Like, that's a guy I feel will be a solid veteran. He'll get in there with all these young guys, him and Nate Solder, getting some of their years here. And I think I want him at guard. I think. The starting offensive line that I would like to see, I think, is Andrew Thomas, Shane Lemieux, Nick Gates, Zach Fulton, and I'd be okay with Matt Perder, Nate Solder, whoever, whichever one's playing better. Obviously, is the other guy that we'd want there. I'd be fine with either one, whoever they decide is is looking better, and that's the deal with the offensive line. Let's move on to something that's. I I like the group. I like the group a lot. Let's talk about the tight ends. I really like the group. Evan Ingram, we talked about him before. We know what he's going to have to do. He's got to clean it up. I got two words. No, no, hold on. Three words, Evan Ingram. Clean it up. All right? We gave you the Fresh Start Award. So don't blow it. That's all I got to say, buddy. And then we got Kyle Rudolph who we just scooped up from the Vikings, veteran. He's got sure hands. I loved him. I love him as like a safety blanket guy for Daniel Jones. I think he's going to be great. And then we got Caden Smith, who's also been kind of solid. Love him at the third tight end spot. I just really like their tight end group this year. I think they might keep four. They could also keep Levine and forgive me. Toilolo is I think how you pronounce his last name. A lot of L's. A lot of L's in that last name. Very confusing to pronounce, but he's a solid big guy too. I mean, it'd be interesting to see if they keep four tight ends. But Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph, I I, I think they're both going to have impacts on the offense this year. Kyle Rudolph is going to be a guy. If Evan Ingram is is maybe showing some signs of drops and stuff like that, now you can turn to a guy like Kyle Rudolph, who's a veteran. He's been there, and he's a sure-hands guy. So I'm excited to have him now in the room. Maybe he can light a little bit of a fire under Evan Ingram too. So I'm really excited about the tight ends this year. Now let's move on to fullback. Elijah Penny. 
Do I really have to say anything else? Elijah Penny. He's just, you know, he's the fullback. He's the fullback. He is what he is. He's a big freaking guy, and we love him, and he's our fullback, and that's it. I mean, he's not in the game that much, but, I mean, when he is, he's just, you know, he's hitting people. Elijah Penny, good to have you back still. He's a giant veteran. Uh, he's been on the team for a few years now, and, you know, keep him around. He's a good guy. Got to be a good guy. Love to meet him one day. Love to get him on the pod. That'd be a guy I'd love to go for to get on the pod, Elijah Penny. Let's keep that in mind. Uh, now let's move on to something really exciting. The wide receivers. Now. I haven't been this excited about a wide receiver since Odell Beckham Jr. We got Kenny G. Kenny Galladay is in the building, people. We all were begging for him. I mean, if you looked at the Giants Bleacher Report, if you looked in the community, all of all of the community was going absolutely wild, begging Dave Gettleman to make the move to get Kenny Galladay, do anything to get Kenny Galladay. It was just, it, there couldn't have been a perfect fit. Like, this is exactly who we needed. He is a guy who is just big, and he grabs balls. He, you know, he grabs the football. He's 6'4", 213. I mean, that is just beautiful. And the one thing we are nervous about now is his health. So we are going to be, I know I'll be, you know, hoping he can play every game this year. Um, hoping he can play the majority of the games this year. I'd like If he plays 15 games this year, I would be amped. Like he's a guy who he's a little bit injury prone. So you got to be careful with them, but we are beyond amped to have Kenny Galladay in the building repping that giant blue instead of that lion blue. There's another Lion Up podcast. They just started. Those guys are awesome, by the way. Uh, go check out their podcast, Lion Up. And thank you guys for Kenny Galladay. Uh, we'll take him. <laughs> we'll take him. I mean... The guy is a top-caliber wide receiver, so we're pumped. Now let's move on. We got Sterling Shepard. He's been around. He's been around the block. We know what we're getting from Sterling Shepard. A slot guy. He's got good hands. I'm excited to still have Sterling Shepard back. I'm excited that the draft, the man we drafted, didn't, you know, push Sterling Shepard out of the building. We are absolutely amped to get Sterling Shepard back. Uh, to keep him around. He's just such a solid guy. And Kenny Galladay and Saquon, if they stay healthy, they're going to open up the offense. And guys like Darius Slayton, who I love, who I really wanted to make that leap last year to being an A receiver, and he didn't, but he is a great number two. I love having Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard. It's kind of like 2A and 2B. They'd both be like that. Slayton's got speed. Let's just launch some footballs down the field and get him going. He's exciting. Now let's talk about the boy. Let's talk about Kadarius Tony. Another weapon we can add to this arsenal. A guy who's just a gadget guy. I want, we we talked about this. I want Garrett putting Kadarius Tony all over the football field. I want him in the backfield. I want him in the slot. I want him on the outside. I want him everywhere. I want him moving pre-snap. He is just an extremely exciting guy. I'd love to maybe even see him taking some kick returns, maybe some punt returns. Uh, Jabril, I'd love his punt return, but I just, he's such an exciting guy to bring in. 
I mean, those four receivers alone, like it's just, it's it's very deep. It's a very deep receiving receiving room this year we got. And we can also talk about guys like John Ross, who we also brought in, who's a speedster. Uh, having him as a wide receiver five, yeah, sure, we'll take it. Maybe he could have an impact on special teams. Maybe he could do some returning because he has speed. So having a guy like him just in our back pocket, just in case, you know, we may need it, may need him. Sure. Take John Ross. Kidding me? One man's trash, another man's treasure. You never know what kind of year a guy like that can have. High draft pick and could just run faster than anyone. No, not anyone, but we love John Ross. I love John Ross. It's just a good wide receiver five. Then we got guys sort of at the back end here who it's going to be a tough wide receiver six battle. We'll see who wins it. Austin Mack showed some flashes last year. Oh, my God. Sorry. Just choked. Getting so pumped about this wide receiver room. Literally choked. But Austin Mack, let's get back to it. He showed some flashes. He had some exciting plays last year. Dante Pettis is a solid guy. Uh, David Sills is a dude who got hurt last year and in, in, in uh, before the season and didn't make the team. But he was a guy that I thought maybe would be exciting. So David Sills. So we'll see who can grab that wide receiver six spot. I, I, I really think it's going to be between Austin Mack and Dante Pettis. So we'll see who it can be. But that's it for the offense, people. I mean, man, we're excited about this offense, no? It's such a thing to be excited about. And the bottom line I'll say about the offense is, and I don't want to put all the pressure on Daniel Jones, and but I think this team will go for as far as Daniel Jones can take us, as far as Jason Garrett. I think the X factors here are staying healthy, which obviously every team wants to, obviously that's an X factor for every team. But guys like Saquon and Kenny Galladay now are making you a little nervous. They're both a little bit injury prone. So staying healthy is going to be a huge key. I think if our offensive line could make that leap to maybe being like in the teens, like that would be a great, that would be enough of a leap, I think, with the weapons that we have. And then also Jason Garrett. Fire off some plays, Jason Garrett. Please, please show me some flavor. We know that I told everybody that he's a plain burger. It's a plain burger. And guess what? I want some cheese on my burger. I want some tomatoes. I want a little lettuce. You know? Man, maybe a little ketchup, a little mayo. I don't know, whatever you like. I want some stuff on the burger. I want to see people flying around. I don't want a plain burger. It's not good. I'm not enjoying a plain burger. Yeah, it's still a burger. We all like burgers, but I'm not enjoying it. So that's it, Jason. Jason, Daniel, you got our Fresh Start Awards? O-line? Let's bring it, baby. We are excited about this freaking offense. Now, let's talk about the defense, which we are also amped about. I mean, a defense that came out last year and shocked me. I mean, Pat Graham is my hero. I love Pat Graham. I mean, the guy not lose. I was nervous uh, we would lose him and we would have to suffer seeing him as the head coach of another team. But guess what? We didn't lose him. He's back and he's ready to command and lead this defense to the promised land because he is a smart guy. He's got dudes coming in last year that were sixth, seventh undrafted players just flying around the football field, playing their hearts out. Him and Joe Judge, they got it down. We love them. So 
let's get into this defense. Dexter Lawrence. Yeah, I'll just start off by saying his name. We'll talk about the whole D-line right now. Dexter Lawrence is a guy who is just getting better and better as the years go on. And I think having him and Danny Shelton and even Austin Johnson had some solid moments last year, B.J. Hill, those interior guys, even though we may see Dexter on the end, he plays the end and a little bit in the interior as well. Those guys, I think, will be able to fill the hole that we lost when we lost Dalvin Tomlinson. Uh, Dalvin, we love you. I mean, you have just been playing football for as long as you've been here. You have been playing great football. So you will be missed, and I wish you the best of luck, man. I mean, you're just a beast. Uh, but I think that Danny Shelton, he's a solid guy. He's been around the block a little bit, been on a few different teams. He's been on the Patriots at some point. He knows the Patriot way. We're going to talk a lot about the Patriot way because it's the giant way now. That's enough to fill the hole, I think. B.J. Hill's been solid, so that's it. And that's all the defensive ends, I think. I don't know. Oh, there's one other guy, I think. I think his name is Let. Leo Lenny Leonard Williams. Talk about having a season last year. I mean, 11 and a half sacks, Lenny. I mean, I had the biggest argument with a Jet fan about Leonard Williams. He said he was the worst D tackle in the league and truly believed it. Now, you can go check out his podcast, Jet Up Podcast. And to be honest, if I was a Jet fan, I'll extend an olive branch here. If I was a Jet fan, I'd hate him too. I mean, the guy didn't perform and he was a high draft pick. It'd be tough to, you know, think he's good, but man, is he good. I mean, talk about taking a guy and bringing out his full potential last year, Pat Graham and Joe Judge, whoever did it, or maybe it was just him. 11 and a half freaking sacks, I'll say it again. I mean, the guy was a top-tier defensive lineman. I mean, a beast. I am so amped to get him back. He is going to be just playing great football again this year. So excited about Leonard Williams. Uh, and honestly, I mean, that D lineman, those big hogs. We got some big hog mollies, man. We got the hog mollies on defense. We got a bunch of big freaking dudes that we absolutely love. Now we can kind of talk about some other guys, some sort of hybrid linebackers, guys you'll see on the line too. Let's talk about the linebackers, man. Let's talk about those outside linebackers for a second. We got Lorenzo Carter. He went down with a devastating injury last year, and he was looking like he was ready to start playing some football too. So, I mean, let's hope he can bounce back from that injury and have an impact this year because he's a guy who can, you can be excited about. You can, be, you can get excited about a guy like Lorenzo Carter, man. He's a good outside linebacker. He's good at rushing the quarterback. He's fast, and I, I, I think we were about to see something last year, and he went down with that injury, and – I'm excited if he can stay healthy for him and outside linebacker. We got O'Shane Eximes, the X-Man. Uh, I could have butchered his last name. Honestly, I've always been calling him Eximes. I like that. Eximines, whatever it is. Let's call him the X-Man, okay? The X-Man is still starting the season off on the pup list, uh, physically unable to perform, but hopefully he can be back by week one. He's another guy we lost to injury last year. I mean, he looked like he could be solid too, so he's another guy to keep in the back burner, keep on your mind. 
There we got guys like Aziz Ajolari, who we drafted in the second round this year, who I'm amped about. I mean, he's an exciting guy. Uh, I'm very excited to see him. I really think he can have a huge impact on the edge this year, rushing the quarterback. He's a guy that we got in the draft. Him and Kadarius Tony, they're exciting. They're exciting guys. We got guys like Efiadi Odenigbo. I mean, he's another dude who we're bringing over. Who I think it also just like I think that Pack Ram just brings the best out of these guys. Like I'm excited. I think he's going to have an impact on the edge. Um, we got guys like Ryan Anderson who's coming over. Uh, Raymond Johnson who we picked up. So I think you know I, I'm excited about the I'm excited about these outs this defensive line and these and these outside linebackers like. I mean, man, we were playing great football without most of these guys. Lorenzo Carter and X-Man, they were hurt. We didn't even have Aziz. We didn't have him. We didn't have any of these guys that are now projected that are going to be starting this year. So adding these guys to a defense that was already extremely successful last year is just going to be huge. I mean, that's just something we got to be pumped about. And let's just stay healthy, baby. That's it. That's all we got to do. Uh, now let's talk about the inside linebackers. And I think there was one guy. Oh, yeah. Blake Martinez. Talk about a tackle machine. If they were to literally build a tackle machine, a machine that just knew how to tackle people to complete perfection, it would be Blake Martinez. Let's be honest. I mean, the guy is a beast. I love Blake Martinez. I am amped about him. Okay? Amped. Okay? I said okay too many times, so I shouldn't have done that. But guess what? You're listening to Giant Up, baby. And we love the Giants. Even though that kind of has nothing to do with saying the word too many times. Right, whatever. Let's keep going. So I get sidetracked here. We got Big Blake. We got Reggie Raglan. Now, this guy is very interesting to me. This is a guy I got a little bit of a relationship about. You know, he's a guy that the Bills drafted. Check out my buddy Andy Mack on the Bills Up podcast if you're a Bills fan. I mean, the dude's a warrior. He knows everything about the Bills. He's the guy you want to go to for your Bills information. So check him out at Bills Up. But Reggie Raglan was a guy who was drafted by the Bills, so I always knew his name. Me, me and Andrew would talk about the draft and stuff. And he's just a guy I always loved, and I don't know why. He's like a guy that I would have on my Madden team. Like, just weird things like that. And now that he's a giant, I'm just kind of pumped about it, weirdly. Uh, so he has a shot, though, at being our other starting inside linebacker. It's going to be in between him and Tay Crowder, for sure. It's going to be in between them, two, I think. And I, I think it might be Tay Crowder again. Tay Crowder's another dude who was uh, Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. And we lost him to injury last year. And it looked like he was starting to play some solid football. So he's a guy we're going to throw back into the mix. and. I'm excited about it. I think he's the guy who's going to win the other inside linebacking job. I think it's going to be Blake Martinez and Tay Crowder. Um, so he's a guy I'm a little bit excited about. He's a real solid guy, and he's young, so we can see if he can improve even more. We got to hope the injury didn't, you know, screw him up. We got to hope he can come back from it. But you know, I got faith, baby. I got faith, and we got other guys. We got other guys like Carter Coughlin, Devonte Downs. I mean, we saw all these guys last year. We saw all of our undrafted late round guys because we had so many injuries on the on the linebacking core. We saw all these guys getting some burn and, and and making some exciting plays. Don't forget about the hero, Nico Lelos, baby. I mean, the guy's a freaking hero. The guy was a turnover machine. He would just freaking catch picks, pick up fumbles. He was an exciting guy. Uh, there was just guys all over the place making an impact, and it was awesome to watch this damn defense last year, man. This Giants D. That's the Giants D I think that we're, we're used to seeing. 
Those are our Super Bowl teams. Those are our freaking warriors out there on the defensive end, man. So we're pumped to have that back. We better keep up that heat, and I know we will because we got some more guys to talk about here. Let's get into the secondary right now, which I'm extremely excited about. We got James Bradbury, who is a blanket. Do you understand if I ordered a blanket on Amazon, James Bradbury would show up at my doorstep? Would I be confused? No, because he's a blanket. I mean, the dude made the Pro Bowl last year. He came over from the Panthers. Check out Tommy McGuire at Panther Up, another guy we got over here at the family. The family's growing. The roster up family's growing. But anyway, James Bradbury, I mean, just played unreal last year. I mean, he was just locking everybody up inside. It was unreal. It was amazing. I love James Bradbury. Pumped to have him back. Pumped to have him locked down. Pumped to have him, you know, under contract over here with the G-Men. I am so pumped. Now let's talk about another guy that we brought in. Adoree Jackson. Now, this is another guy who falls in line with Kenny Galladay. Got a little banged up last year. Let's be honest. Got injured, right? I mean, Adoree Jackson, though, is talented. So if he can bounce back from this injury with no problems, we got an exciting option at cornerback, too, this year. I mean, him and Bradbury out there, sign me up. Because, uh... The cornerback, too, you could have said may, may have been a, a slight weakness for the Giants. So addressing that is awesome. I'm just so pumped that they went out and got him. I am amped about Adoree Jackson. And let's talk about some other corners we still have. We still have Darnay Holmes, who showed flashes last year being a solid corner. I think he's going to be our nickel corner this year. I put out a poll on my on my Twitter, which you can check out, at GiantUpPod. And... The people, the people spoke, the fans spoke, they agreed. They said that uh, they think that most people thought Darnay Holmes is going to be our starting nickel corner this year, and I and I agree. I think it's going to be him. He's really solid. And the guy who I you know put him up against was Aaron Robinson, a guy that we drafted this year um, in the third round. Another guy who's just like, it's like we had Darnay Holmes, who I think is going to be a really solid third corner, and then we got a guy we just drafted in the third round, Aaron Robinson. Like we're deep at corner too. And we got other guys who are going to compete, I mean, to try to make the spot. We got Sam Beal, has been around forever. Isaac Yadam, who got a lot of burn last year. I didn't love him, but he got a lot of burn. Uh, and we got this guy, Rodarius Williams, who's Greedy Williams' brother, who they were even saying actually was playing solid um, in some of the offseason stuff that they were doing. They were saying he kind of looked pretty good. So, I mean, that's like something to eat. Like, that was one of the guys we took. That was one of our six-round picks. Like, if that guy's hooping... Sky's the limit for these corners, man. I mean, unreal. And then let's bring up the safeties. Jabril Peppers, the hometown hero. The man we love around here. I mean, the literal, he's a lightning bolt. That's what I call him, a lightning bolt. He is electric. When he makes a play, it is electric for some reason. He's just one of those dudes that gets everyone amped when he makes a play. He's just extremely exciting. He's solid in coverage, too. I mean, like, not the best, but solid. Um, I'm just, I was used to watching Landon Collins before that, who literally was the worst in coverage. But uh, yeah, he's bet, like, yeah, like, love Jabril. 
And then we got guys like Logan Ryan, who to me was one of the most important signings, I think, one of the most important guys that we signed last year. Like his impact on the locker room, on the field, being a leader, a veteran, a winner is just like off the charts, unreal. Like he is die hard. Like you're talking about a guy who left a vacation that he was on to go have dinner with a Dory Jackson to try to get him with the G-Men. He was like, dude, I don't care if I'm on vacation. Fly me home. We got to get this team better. Like he is a team guy. He knows how to win. And I love him. He is a veteran and he is a beast. Logan Ryan, we love you, dude. You're a beast. And we got guys behind him. We have more. We have more. We have a guy, if you haven't forgot, Xavier McKinney, who was hurt all last year. Started playing at the end of the game, started playing at the end of the year and got a pick in the last game. We're excited about Xavier McKinney, man. He's going to be playing this year. He's going to be getting some hooping time, man. He's going to be getting some turf time, as we like to call it over here at the Giant Up Podcast. He's going to be playing. I mean, he is a beast. He is an exciting guy. Then we got guys like Julian Love, who's always been solid. He's a solid depth guy. He can swing over there and, and play a little play a little nickel corner, playing a little safety. Like, he, he does it all. He's a really solid depth guy. Love Julian Love. Uh, man. So exciting. I guess we should also talk about talk a little bit about Graham Gano, who was a great guy as well, getting him. We'll talk about the special teams a little bit. Graham Gano's a beast. I mean, what a steal getting him. Like we re-signed him. He is a beast. I'm pumped about Graham Gano this year. Riley Dixon solid. And man, I mean, I mean, who knows who the punt returner and the kick returner will be? But I think we got some exciting options this year. I got a lot. I can't lie to you. I didn't like Dion Dion Lewis fumbling kickoffs. I didn't like that. Not fast. Not exciting. I'll be pumped to see someone exciting back there, and I hope they do put someone exciting back there. I hope it's John Ross or Kadarius Tony. I hope we get Jabril on those punt returns because he's exciting. We need that. And I know that they're going to bring it on special teams. They, they got to bring it this year. Joe Judge, he's a special teams guy, man. This is where he came from, man. No excuses this year, buddy. Let's get it done. And the head coaches, you heard me talk about them. I'll end it off with that. Jason Garrett, we talked about him. We got the Fresh Start Award. We gave it to him. Pat Graham, talked a lot about him. We love you. You're a beast. Please stay here forever and be our defensive coordinator. And then we got a guy who I didn't really talk about that much yet. Joe Judge. Now, do we love Joe Judge? Yeah, we do. The answer is yes. Joe Judge is exactly who I imagine the New York football Giants head coach to be. He is gritty. He wants to play football the right way. He is passionate. He is so amped about blue-collar football. When he says blue-collar football... I think I wanted to run through a wall the first time I heard him say that. No joke. I was ready to sprint to MetLife and actually, I don't know what I would have done when I got there, to be honest, but I was willing to sprint there is my point. Uh, maybe I would have Ubered home. No, it doesn't matter. 
doesn't matter. Listen, we love you, Joe Judge. We love you, Pat Graham. You guys are two studs. Love them both. Uh, I really want things to work out for Joe Judge, like really badly. Uh, Jason Garrett, don't screw it up. We love you, buddy. And now, and now I'm not going to be critical about them unless they give me a reason to be critical during the regular season. But now they got fresh starts, man. Fresh, clean slates for the guys. But yeah, that's it, man. Training camp's coming up. We're all excited. We're like, what's not to be excited about? What's not to be excited about with this team? We address the offense. We have so many more weapons, which was our which was our downfall last year. What's not to be excited about? I'm trying to think of what I what I think their record's going to be. I want to do a pre-training camp prediction on what their record's going to be, and then I'll do a pre pre game one pre regular season prediction because a lot of things happen in training camp. Injuries can happen, things like that. We're crossing our fingers. Um, so this is. My pre-training camp prediction. I think the New York football giants elevate to 10 and 7 next year. And I think it will be enough to make the playoffs, whether it is the wild card or the division. It's going to be a 10 and 7 playoff year for the G-Men. That's my pre-training camp record prediction. And I think that'll also be all for me for my first podcast alone without our fearless leader, Cody Ingle. Um, I had a blast doing this. I mean, I'm going to be doing it every week. We're going to get one podcast a week every Sunday night for the for pre-training camp. And then it's going to change during the regular season. I'll probably do two a week because we got to talk. We got to talk pregame and we got to talk postgame. And those are the rules. Those are the things you have to talk about. Post-game, pre-game. I think I'm going to be doing a podcast like directly after Giants games ends. Like directly after a game ends. I will literally not say a word and I will pop on here and I will go off. This is going to be like therapy for me too. It's going to be like sports therapy for me, this podcast. And anyone who wants to listen and join in, we'd love to have you join the Giant Up family. Because guess what? We're all on the roster up family. We're a family over here. That's what we're selling to you. We're a family. Um, man, I had a blast doing this. Again, follow me on my socials. Follow me on my Instagram at GiantUpPod. Follow me on my Twitter at GiantUpPod. You can check out the article I wrote on RosterUp.com about the Giants offseason. Uh, what else do I got, man? That's probably it. And check out the first podcast if you didn't yet. Me and Cody just chopping it up, talking football, talking what we have planned for this, man. I mean, I had a great time talking with him. He's a freaking wizard with the analytics, man. I mean, the guy knows every stat. He's a wizard. Uh, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. And I'll see you guys next Sunday, baby. Let's go Giants.